0: Nephews and cousins, it's your favorite aunties. It's Michaela and Kayla. This is true. Um, and we're back once again for another episode of Auntie Adjusted, your weekly to our live as It's just to make to the gates Um, this year, not this year, Lord, this week, we got something special for y'all in honor of it being October, mm-hmm. aka. Spooky season It is spooky okay. season But in yeah, honor of it being spooky season We're gonna go into A true crime zone I don't know Insert audio clip of like ghouls. It's
1: not <laughs> insert audio. Listen I think it's uh, Yeah Cause there's Okay so there's like A lot of true crime stuff Going on There's always A true crime case You know You could do Ted Bundy You could do Blah 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 um but we gonna try and keep it a different some new stories y'all ain't heard. Um yeah. I think if you wanna watch a true crime story that's a little interesting, a little different perspective. Netflix dropped what's it called? American American Family Murder, something like that. Anyway, yeah, yeah that little one it's about Chris Watts and his family. Um, if y'all aren't familiar, they was from, I want to say, the Midwest somewhere. That just sound right for the way they... Was
2: it Utah?
1: Was it Utah? I want to say it's Colorado. I ain't going to lie. And so...
0: It was, it was one of them.
1: Not a spoiler, but obviously by the name, it's an American family murder. Chris kills his wife and they two little girls, and his wife was also 15 weeks pregnant, But the way that they go about telling the story of this murder is pretty interesting because Chris Watts wife, deceased wife that he murdered, she used to like film everything and put it on their Facebook and stuff. And so like they showed like the video clips along with like text messages from the times to like kind of piece together the timeline of when the murders actually took place. I guess I should have put a trigger warning on that because you know, murder. Um and little kids die unfortunately, but
0: um okay, it was good so, trigger warning on the whole episode. This one is also about murder and little kids dying. Oh scene. gosh, what is yours about? So uh, trigger warning and we'll definitely um I found this true crime story on YouTube, so we'll be sure to include the link in our description of this episode. But I found true crime story. Um, it's based in Britain. Um, in like this little neighborhood, or in Soham, which is South Hampshire. So I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, I know the British words that they be they be coming up with for the towns and cities. Yay. Um, so <laughs> in this episode, um, it was about these two year ten-year-old friends. Their names are Jessica and Holly. And <clears throat> somehow, someway, they were murdered. Not somehow, house know. but this is murder. So, it was an August day, pretty quaint in their town called, what is it? Hold on, friends, because it's very specific. And it was like, like, chapter. <laughs> Or something, <laughs> you know. It was, you know. Can we just talk about the British people and how they come up with the names for this stuff? Because listen, I, listen. Maybe they lose me, girl. Lose me. I don't. Cambridgeshire, like the whole word, Cambridgeshire. So Jessica and Holly are from this little town called Cambridgeshire, which is in Soham. In the UK, I think it's kind of towards the south, little quaint little town. Um, not a lot of people live there. And Jessica and Holly, they were on their way back from a family barbecue, like in a little neighborhood, their village. And so it said that. Hold on, let's go back up. It said that they were seen. At the barbecue, they left just the two girls by themselves and they were on the journey back to their houses. So, from witness accounts, they said that the girls were after they left the barbecue, they made their way through the town, they popped into a shop to get like some candy and stuff. And then the witness said they saw them headed towards the town square where you would find like this war memorial and all this stuff but once the police got to they say the trail goes cold so they don't know where the girls have been after that now the person that they interview happens to be the caretaker of the school um and he's also the boyfriend of one of, of the girl's teacher oh So he said he was outside with his dog and he was cleaning off the dog because the dog had ran away. And when they came back to the house, they had apparently gotten in somewhere muddy or somewhere a little bit dirty. So he had to like clean them off outside. And he said while he was doing that, he saw the girls like coming down the street, waves to him. And that was the last thing he saw. He said after he waved to him, they continued on their journey. And then, you know, that's it. But he was the last witness to see them. So he was interviewed by police and like the news and stuff. And that's how we got that account. So then, girl, that comes out. He ain't even just a witness, friend. You already know. He oh. got the girl. It was him. So now, so they didn't even, like, come to this straight away because, like I said, he was originally the witness Mm
2: -hmm. to, like,
0: seeing the girl on their journey. He was, like, the last person to see him alive, of course, so that should have already been pinging some red flags. But like I also said, this was a tiny, tiny little village, like, maybe less than 10 people on the police force Mm -hmm. and this is the case that they've ever had because two children have gone missing right so they ain't prepared for all of this so things start to kind of fall through the cracks right Mm -hmm. like information leaking to the media and so the information that falls through the cracks is that His name, the witness's name, and who becomes, or who is also their murderer, his name is Ian Huntley, right? Mm -hmm. But 18 months ago. His name wasn't even Ian Huntley. It was Ian Nixon. Girl, so, he and the teacher, her name is Maxine, and they moved from another town like a year Year prior, and they moved. It comes to find out because Ian was accused of assaulting a girl back in that town as well, and they were being like questioned by the police. Now he took Maxine and you know, like fled, and they just went to another city. Now, I say things fall in the cracks is that. There wasn't like the police forces in like the respective cities that Ian was in as he was like hurting people and then just moving. At that time in Britain, there wasn't any type of like central database, right? So the records were only local records. So there was no like way for these detectives and investigators to know that this dude has been like committing crimes in the area kind of right so he just been moving all throughout the UK like being able to successfully do this like have charges brought against him beat him and then just move and then be able to positions near children and near women without any proper reference checks or anything so oh, this is Look, this is how he ended up. So they were in this other town, like I said, 18 months ago. And in with Maxine, they were interviewing one of their old neighbors. And the lady was telling them about how this one night she comes home from work. And she just hears, like, intense yelling coming from Ian and Maxine's apartment, right? hmm and she's hearing him and it just sounds like he's abusing her and stuff and so she's like got so loud to the point where just went over there and like basically like told him to like stop she got maxine out was basically talking to her like if you need money i'll pay for your affair you don't have to like stay with him and that but and like right after this like after the neighbor hears them like having this verbal altercation they tell a story of Ian and Maxine being out and Ian something's wrong with his car and so he has to go to this like auto shop to get it repaired so he drops it off at the auto shop they make arrangements for him to come back like the next day or whatever to pick it up and the man who runs it he's like so it's late that evening. I'm out. I just left the pub, and I'm turning the corner to go to my house, and I hear a dreadful scream. He's screaming in these stories. Um, and he's like, he goes into the alley where he hears the screaming, and it's this—it's a man and a woman, and the man is hitting the woman. And he was, like, as he's yelling out to like say like, "Hey, man, like stop and stuff," he's like. The man looks at him, cusses him, tells him to like worry about his own business. Da da da, and he was like, as I was talking to the man, and as the man was talking to me, he never stopped hitting her. Like he was just beating her up this whole time. And so he was like, All right, gotta do something. So he runs, so be intervene and help this woman and. He kind of gets into like a shoving match, man. And as they like each other, and the dude's flying away, and the man and the assailant flies into the wall, and they finally like make eye contact because I guess they was fighting this whole time. They're just scuffling. He's not really looking. And guess who it is? Ian beating up who? Maxine <laughs> in the middle of in the middle of downtown in an alley. So in that in that little city that they were in so then he like pushes him you know he's like beating him up and girl guess what he was like maxine said no 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 I'm like why are you doing that why are you hitting him da, 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 da. like covering for him and like trying to like get him up yeah. so they can go or, uh basically like protecting him so this is happened before ian was like all right and let's uh let's go ahead and move on out you know they got he got caught in his hands on her multiple occasions so in his fashion they jumped to the next city which happened to be which ends up being the location of him committing these murders of these two young girls so after um ian's interviewed by um Interviewed by the news, and you know, they have a sh- And then the case, I many leaves, like it's like the girl just disappeared from the little town square. Um, they're not, not finding, they hadn't found any clothing, like any remains, anything. And it'd been like 14 days at that point, right? Mm-hmm. So in hopes of like breathing life back into the case um one of the news anchors from like i guess one of the bigger cities he decides he's like all right i'm gonna set up shop down there try to have like more more interviews more engagement see if we can get it because once again you have the case two young girls are missing no one knows where they are it's been two weeks like we have to find them basically is what they're getting at so they conduct an interview with Maxine, and in this interview, she's talking, and she was, like, one of the last things that she got was, like, this little letter from, excuse me, one of the girls, Jessica. She had wrote her a note because Maxine was the girl's teacher, but she was, like, in a typical her position, and she hadn't gotten hired on for the full year, so the girls had wrote her a note to, like, you know, lift her spirits, because they knew it or whatever, right? So, in that interview, Maxine said, like, Jessica was a great girl, right? And after that, the anchor was like, hmm, it's, like, interesting that she used her, she described her in the past tips. Mm -hmm. And not in the present tense because at this point the girls were still just missing. Mm -hmm. So Brings this he brings the footage of like the interview to the police and um, He lets them have it and he was like at that point uh, They felt like certain balls were starting to roll in the direction of they were like about to figure this out, right Mm
2: -hmm.
0: so then um, it comes... So, okay. Now, somehow, some way, the police officers were set up in the school, like the HQ of the investigation was happening from the school. Mm-hmm. But somehow, in the two weeks that they was there, they hadn't found any evidence about the girl's whereabouts. But, after this interview, they found... Like burnt remains of the girls' clothes in the school. So, like, I don't know how the clothes was there. That's what it was like, you know, it was kind of like a like a a, a fault on like law enforcement side because there wasn't really like proper investigation uh, protocols being like followed and stuff, but they find like some of the girls' clothing and they also find a hair. I'm not a hair no hair does belong to Eve so then um and this was after that Maxine's interview that they ended up bringing the couple in for questioning again just because you know that whole she spoke about she spoke about them in the past tense um he was also the last person to see them let's bring them in again and let's see like if there's anything else that we could maybe shake up out of these folks right so after um the clothes are discovered, the hairs are discovered, and then they, they let the charges fly. They um they indict Ian, and when it's time for him to give his account of what happened to the girls, this is what he says. So Ian believes, or not Ian believes, but Ian said that the girls showed up on his doorstep and one of them had a nosebleed. And so they all went into the bathroom so he could, I guess, like help them clean it up, whatever. And he said, next thing he knew, one of the girls fell into like the bathtub and there was water. And then one of the girls was smothered in it, right? That's, that's Ian's account of what happened, but the investigators are like, hey, you can smother someone in air, you kind of have to press, be pressed against something, like, they're like, doesn't really make sense, but at this point, like, Ian was already on trial, he told his version of events while they were already on trial and everything, and they're like, mm, doesn't really make sense, but... Okay, right? Mm-hmm. Oh. Ian just lied. So then. <laughs> you said what? I said, Ian just lied. <laughs> just just lying, girl. Just lying. So then, you know, it goes in to deliberate. And luckily, fortunately, you know, justice is on the side of the girls. Ian is sentenced to two life sentences. Amen. And they also uh Maxine to 42 months. Well, that's too short, but I guess thing. You know, because I guess in the police's in their in their kind of mindset and approach to her sentencing there wasn't really proof that tied her to their murders, but, um, oh, and also almost forgot this, during the trial, when Maxine was on the stand, they said that um, after her questioning, like, get emotional, and she blurted out, pointed across the room to Ian, and he's like, and she's like, I will not be punished for the crimes that he committed against those girls and for, for all the hurt that he put me through, right? Mm-hmm. And that's you know, they like that and in that episode of Law and Order, that's when they would have been like, <gasps> Order oh, <they're in> the- <laughs> been banging the gavel. You're <laughs> not wrong. You that's know exactly how it would have happened. You're out of here. Order! Order. order. Madam Prosecutor, you get your witness in
1: line. No, for real. That's oh my goodness, they would have been on it. I don't know. That's a crazy crime. I think it's if I can crazy crime. It's like it's it, it you know, unfortunately, these young women lost their lives for no good reason. But like it's very similar to this this other UK based crime that i had watched on youtube as well so it was a so what people don't know is that the uk also has a section 8 they have section 8 housing i didn't know prior to me watching this episode that they had you know that Mm -hmm. stuff anyway so this is top boy you know pretty much top boy you know very much but it wasn't like, you know, their their houses weren't built up, like, you know, in a flat or whatever I think they call them. Oh, God. Mm. Watch somebody be like, ma'am, please stop. Um, yeah. But they they have like little houses. <laughs> they look like apartments. Um, they're very reminiscent. If you're a military brat, they're very reminiscent to like starter homes that be on base. I think that's the best way I can describe it. So anyway. Um, yeah. It's this girl, can't remember this these dumb people names to save my life, but I see them, right? And so, a little girl in her neighborhood, she goes to school one day and they take the kids swimming. And so the kids go on this little field trip, they go swimming and whatnot. And then, when it was time for the kids to come back, all the kids had, like, you know, dispersed. So it was basically, you know, how, like, you go to school, you get on the bus after school, you go home, they drop you at your nearest bus stop, and then everybody part ways. Um, and so the girl gets mm-hmm. off the bus, and she just disappears like she vanishes. Nobody's seen the little girl since she got off the bus. Her mama and everybody. Is this was- the
0: who? was it the Sarah Sarah Some Sarah case I don't know I really don't
1: yeah. know the girl name but like it was a whole hoopla <laughs> because it was like a whole hoopla because this, this doesn't happen in this area you know it,
2: it, mm.
1: it shouldn't have happened and so they're doing this and so obviously you know she mom goes to the cops but mom has like all kinds of other kids like mom started having kids young we not judging her for that um Mm -hmm. but she but the more you know she actually wasn't a good mother like she really wasn't taking care of the kids uh uk's equivalent to cps would have to come out to the house and be like hey do you got groceries in there? What the kids eat in? Like, what, how is this working? And so the girl, the little girl that got kidnapped was I think like her oldest. And so she was just like, you know. Oh no. Yeah, she was like, bring her back. Like, bring her home. And you know, the families made t-shirts. They put up flyers in the neighborhood, all of these things. And the little girl is still just missing. Like, she's just gone. They haven't been able to find, like, a book bag or nothing. They haven't been able to find nothing of, the like, zero trace of this little girl. But, like, her mom started reaching out to other places, like, other organizations and things. And so they were like, all right, we're going to add money to, like, you know, the reward money. So people have an incentive to tell us where your daughter is. so the incentive is growing, like it's getting ridiculously high, like um, like 50,000 pounds, all of that stuff, right? And so mom's just like, okay, you know, she's got, they got neighborhood watches going out. They got police doing like dog searches and stuff. And like, they couldn't pick up a scent on this little girl. Like she would just gone. And so, lo and behold, one day, a neighbor of her mother's brother—so basically, her uncle—her neighbor called the cops because she was like she heard like feet trampling like upstairs because he stayed in in a in a flat above somebody, right? And so they come and they they try to do a um what's it what's it uh what's it? what are those type of calls I just okay. you know like a yeah, like a little they a uh, yeah, yes, ma'am, a wellness check, and so <laughs> they go and her the little girl's uncle basically answers and it's like, uh, yeah, no, there's nobody here, we just chilling, it's just me like da 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 da, and then the neighbor's like. No, because I hear feet trampling like at certain times of the day. She was like, it's pretty loud up there. And they're like, well, there's nobody there, ma'am. Just the the man who answered the door. And they were like, well, how would you simulate the feet? And she was like, it sounds like there's a child up there. Girl, tell me why this man had his niece (laughs) hidden under his bed. Like he made a whole little cutout thing that you could slide and put up under the bed. So the little girl was sleeping under the bed and then he had wrote a note talking about some, okay, these are the times you can come out and like do things. He was like, you can watch TV, but it has to be on low and you can do all of this. And it's so, it was crazy because the uncle kidnapped his niece. Now the uncle said he kidnapped his niece because his the the little girl's mother wanted him to do it so that they could get the money the reward money for her being found oh my god yes because the thing was they were supposed to the uncle was suspected to hold her for like 14 days like or maybe up to a month then release her and be like oh my god she just appeared she's all right We can get the reward money like I found her so that the money would be in the family so that they could give it to Because they were supposed to split it. Now mom said she was like Nah, so I don't know nothing about that. Ain't nobody tell him to take my daughter. Ain't nobody said that. Ain't nobody did that And the crazy thing about it is that I remembered the case because it was definitely on like those little um those little paparazzi magazines you see when you in the So yes. because I remember them showing like where he had the little girl sleeping and I was like it's crazy but I was like it's also not crazy because like if I had enough time I'd have told y'all all the stuff leading up to like the mother herself and how that makes sense because moms was dealing with the mans who's not Sue's biological father Sue's biological father was like bring my daughter home I don't care what it takes Mm. But it's just just the mm. fact that moms really thought, yo, if my brother kidnaps my daughter, we hold out for a while. We could get all this reward money because apparently they were inspired by the Madeline McLean McCain story. I don't know if you remember that, but it's about a little girl whose family they from. They from the UK, but they took a trip to Spain. And, like, the little girl was kidnapped while the parents were at a tapas bar in the inclusive resort. Um, and, like, everybody's been looking for it. And they keep shelling out reward money because the longer Madeline's gone, they were like, oh, you can get paid. So that's what mom was influenced by. But ultimately, it just cost her to lose all of her kids. Like, her kids got taken and they were given to their grandparents. Um and the little girl she had to go through like some therapy because it's like my own uncle kidnapped me for some money that we never saw um and it's just crazy i think it's just damn imagine your mama sets you up to get kidnapped and she need to get back she don't even bruh her end goal was not even realized and it also tells you just how poorly thought through and executed it was and I was like, well, at least it ended with her being found and being brought right. home. Girl, I thought you were
0: gonna say her uncle killed her. I was Girl, me
1: too. Cause when I was watching a little show, I was like, hold on. What you won't tell me is that this man then killed his niece. <laughs> I just. <Bro>. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I can't listen for my health. I cannot let y'all tell me that.
0: But then when it was like, no. Um, you remember that episode of SVU, and it was like the the babysitter she was from like a different country and the husband kept her under like the bed in like that little pullout thing like do you remember yes some crazy like dungeon kind of thing that's what i'm saying i crazy like for real for
1: real people are actually crazy i think it's also just the weirdest thing because it was like they saw stuff for kids in the house after they discovered the little pullout where she was staying. Like, they saw, like, books and, like, video games and stuff. So it was like, he was really trying to make it accommodating for her, but I just, you know... You don't kidnap no child and, and have them pretend like they vanished off the face of the earth exactly. <laughs> for some money. But you could have just locked her in the room. You had to hide under the bed. You <laughs> had to hide under the bed and then was told she can come and play during certain hours of the day because everybody in the flat was supposed to be gone. But lo and behold, the one lady downstairs was like, uh uh-uh. I don't know what that is running around up there, but it's, it's causing me unrest. I'm telling you this now. I'm calling the people. They're going to do a wellness check. (sighs) (laughs) That's crazy, bro. Again, I was like, praise the Lord that that baby was brought back home safely. No harm, hurt, or danger.
0: At least her parents is just stupid. Like, at least her mama just stupid. But it's also like, I wouldn't put it past people. Like,
1: now that I know that happened to a child, it's like, if it happened again... It makes sense, you feel me? Mm-hmm. Like, I guess it's 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 almost reminiscent of like when Kaylee Anthony went missing, little girl. Girl. Yeah, little girl, like little toddler baby went missing. It was like her um, aunt or some shit in the Florida area, mm-hmm. in Orlando to be specific, um, and like. They found, so originally the the mama's car was gone. Well, the mama's car that she was borrowing from her, her parents was gone. And when they found the car, the first thing that her mom said when she called the cops was, we opened the car and then we went to the trunk and it smells like a dead body's been in there. But then redacted her statement and was like, I just did that so they could come out here quicker because I knew we'd have a quicker response.
0: Like sometimes i'd be like that that's plausible you know i get there there. that's what i'm
1: saying because i was like okay so casey's father was a former sheriff like he worked in the cop force so i was like i'm pretty sure they protect their own so they would have came fast either way especially because right. there's a toddler missing. But what was the interesting thing about the whole Casey Anthony thing was that Casey, Kaylee Anthony's mom was lying about everything. The cops were like, hey, where do you work? She said universal. So they take her to universal and she gets to like the little gate person and they're like, they ask for her name and she's like, Casey Anthony. And they were like, ma'am, we have nobody that works here under that name. <laughs> Period, and then she was like, "Oh no! Like look back, like I've, I, you know, maybe look back like a couple, like six months to a year." They were like, "Ma'am." Mm-mm. And so they were like, "Whatever." And a manager eventually comes up, and he's like, "The cops are like, hey, she used to work for you all," and then he's like, "I guess." And so they let her come in. So Casey, like, <laughs> privilege, 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 bruh because if a black person would have been like, hey, dog, nah, we ain't got you on the list. They'd have been like, ma'am, you're going to jail. We're charging you with the <laughs> like, of
0: your talk. would not have been able to call a manager for the manager. Girl. Nah. So, you look familiar. Come on. Man. So the manager lets
1: them in, like gives them a pass into the facility. And so Casey's supposed to show them to where they work, right? Where she works. And they get to like an end of a hallway and she turns around and she's like, I've been lying. (laughs) Hey, McKayla. So then Casey proceeds to say, hey, so the last person I saw my child with was her nanny and she came up with a convoluted. Stereotypical. Hispanic name for a, a, a woman.
0: Now, one on the police side, if she don't even have a job. Friend, how she gonna afford a nanny? Say, but na- say
1: that. Please say that.
0: But okay, keep going for it. Is-
1: so, so they were like, okay, we're gonna look this woman up naturally. And so they looked the woman up. That was like, no, it started with a Z. Her name started with a Z. But they look the woman up and they call her in, like they bring her into the police station. And she's like, so sorry to that woman. I don't know that woman or her child. <laughs> and, so, and so the cops are like, listen, ma'am, please, Carisha, please reel it in. What the hell do you know? Tell us where the baby at, tell us. <laughs> Literally, Casey just been lying, just lying, just just lying. Why she
0: had to lie to Girl,
1: them? and then worst part, Casey's still not in custody at this point. Casey's not in police custody. They said, girl, go home. You might be a little delirious, lack of sleep, your baby missing, all this stuff, right? So then, after, like But the how nanny- do you imagine you have a nanny? So after, friend, so after they're like, Oh. The nanny don't even know you or your baby. Oh, girl. Now now we got to bring you in, Casey. And so they bring Casey in again. And they're like, hey. So we spoke to the nanny. The nanny don't know you or the child. What is it, Casey? And she's just like, can't be. I don't know where my child is. I have no clue. I don't know. da 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 And they're like, all right, Casey, girl, we just gonna have to take you in because you are a prime suspect. Like,
0: Right. right? you're the only one that knows for real.
1: You're allegedly the only one who knows where your child's supposed to be, but you don't know where your child's supposed to be. And so as Casey's been in custody, her parents come and visit her. And obviously the police are talking to her parents behind the scene. And they're like, hey, if you can get her to talk, this will be it will look a lot better for all of us here like just get her to be honest with you and they're Fine. like all right casey do you know where kaylee is like be honest like we miss our granddaughter we just need to see our grandbaby and she's just like well obviously if i knew i'd have told the cops i just said something like nobody's thinking about how hard this is on me i'm the one that's in jail Not the fact that your daughter is missing. (laughs) Not the fact that nobody knows where she is. Like, we can't account for where your child could have gone. The fact that you're the one that's in jail because you've repeatedly lied to the cops about your employment, about who, girl. I was like, for that and that alone, I'd have been like, yeah, girl, you did it. I couldn't have been on this case because I'd have been biased. Mm -hmm. So, long story short... It's a couple months after they, people have come all across the nation. They didn't got like, they didn't got cadaver dogs from all across the nation. They didn't got everything all up from all across the nation. They didn't got people on horseback to come out here and scavenge the areas. Yes, girl. They got people on horses. They brought their horses from Texas to go look for this child. And they can't find nothing. They can't find not a trace, not an inkling, not a glimpse of where this baby is. So after they do this large search for Kaylee Anthony, tell me why. You know those little surveyors, those little, like, public service surveyors? They'll go out and they'll put the thing up and they'll just scan the area and, like, take pictures of, like, okay. So tell me why (laughs) one of those people... Was going to take a leak Out in the woods Not even like I think it was like less than a mile away From Casey Anthony's house Where she stayed with her parents He goes to pee In the woods And he discovers a skull So And this is where he messes up Um, Just to confirm that it's a skull He picks it up with right. like a, 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 a branch Like he scoops it up On the branch through the eye hole Very graphic so sorry And he's like oh yeah that's, that's bone For real <laughs> And so then he calls it in to his company His company calls it in and it's like Hey we have a worker Who discovered what he believes to be Skulls So then they go And they go and pick this body up and it was in a trash bag and it had tape around the mouth but she had been out there for so long that her bones were kind of scattered about like they might have been tampered with by animals all these things but when the report came out that they had found a body that possibly could be kaylee's it was like everything just stopped because i remember like my my um my folks would call and talk about it. They was like, "Girl, where you think the baby at? Where you think the baby at?" Cause originally, once Mama pitched that, <laughs> we didn't know that she had lied about her place of employment. Like all that came out after everything hit the fan. Um, mm-hmm. Everybody was like, "I believe that the nanny could have possibly took the baby." Like you think about it, da 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 da. Yeah. And so I was like, "I don't know." Cause again. It sounded like Casey trusted her parents to take care of her daughter when she wasn't around. you feel me? So it was like mm-hmm. I don't see like she needed to have the need of a nanny
0: I'm someone who lives with their parents.
1: yeah, because I was like, her dad's nanny. retired he at home he ain't got. Yeah, I'm taking advantage. Oh, absolutely, baby. The church,
0: you can have the kids whenever. I, I, look, I'm picking them up by the scruff of the neck and just, <laughs> and just dropping them, dropping them like a crane. So,
1: all of this. So, uh, it takes a couple days for it to finally come in, but it's confirmed it's little baby Kaylee that's her body that was out there and all that. So, everybody's like hmm what a what a thing how could it be right and then pictures from you know how we used to go out in in Orlando you know how they had a beach them in autumn tell me why so her boyfriend at the time was a DJ down there in Orlando tell me why pictures just days after Kaylee had been reported missing Pop up of her celebrating Looking like she's having the best time of her life Jovial just a kiki Dancing with other people Dancing on top of bar stools Dancing on top And everybody's like well you know if your daughter's Missing ma'am I don't think this is the behavior you should have But who are we to say how to grieve You know
0: You know maybe she needed to let loose
1: but... But So because Casey's our primary suspect. You know, they automatically, they're like, all right, we're going to take it to trial. This was a couple years after all of this had happened. I want to say it was like three to four years after the baby's body had been found, all these things. They take yeah. it to trial, yes. So Casey's been in jail somewhat for all of this time. They take it to trial. And her her, her attorney, her defense Spins the story of there's they didn't necessarily say that Casey couldn't have killed her daughter, but they were like, it would make sense if she had, because her father used to abuse her sexually. And literally, trigger warning, yeah. trigger warning about what I'm gonna say. Her defense attorney went uh, like in front of everybody in that courthouse that day and was like could you imagine being 13 and just having your father's penis in your mouth and then having to go to school and it, <laughs> i was like oh oh but then what some people countered acted that they were like well for casey to now say that her father had been sexually abusing her would be rather convenient because all the times when her dad came to see her in the courthouse she never really brought it up like she never really seemed like she was afraid of him she never really seemed like she was afraid to talk to him she seemed like she was pretty open with him you know what i mean like they they were they had a a respectable relationship between them and i was just confused because i was like oh lord well i you know you can't you don't want to deny a victim what they've been through at all right and i was like again victims you know grieve in different ways just because outwardly she didn't show that her father had been sexually assaulting her when she was a child doesn't mean it didn't happen because right. we weren't in the household like and that. it did occur prior to yeah. her having her baby we were not there but I was like I just I don't think this was how she wanted you know it to come out I don't think she asked for her defense attorney to get up there and say, imagine having your father's penis in your mouth and then you had to go to school. I just feel like there was a respectable way for him to convey that that's what happened in the household. Uh Uh-huh. You know, moral of the story is, Casey Anthony beats her case, but it's found out that in place of paying her defense attorney, she was having a sexual relationship with him. Girl, it was a whole lot of whole of It was a whole, lotta, whole oh lot of whole lotta. But Casey is still a free woman. She's out there roaming the street. Oh, throwing it back
0: for defense. Dang.
1: Girl, she was throwing it back for the defense. And the only reason it came out That's is because somebody the on the defense team decided to tell people and be like, yeah. So the relationship that this defense attorney had with his client definitely inappropriate here but it came after she beat her case so girl it's a lot but i think because you told your little true crime story i think i'll tell one next week you know keep a little yeah. running gag because it's kind of fun yeah. <laughs> They hard they're just crazy but I think what I'll do if it's not a like if it's not a true crime case it'll be true crime but I don't know like if it'll be like a a a crime that has an end I think it'll be more so like missing children especially because there's so many black and brown kids that go missing every year and you know Mm -hmm. their stories get lost so if there's a way that I can you know be like hey this happened if you know anything please reach out do these things because we need to get those stories out we need to raise awareness because i don't know i feel like there's been more kids but i also feel like we we're just notified about it more because i feel like there's definitely been a lot more kids that i think have gone missing during a global pandemic than there should be and no child should ever go missing at any point but these kids have really been I, my timeline has been listen, like. Listen. So I was
0: with my mama yesterday because I was like, when we were getting like the Amber Alerts and everything, I'm like, who is snatching kids with Rona outside? Like, Ma'am. what are you doing? Like, besides the kids that are also like going missing, who is kidnapping children during the global pandemic? Can you stop? Like. I just... What quota are you trying to make during the pandemic? That... What point are you trying to prove?
1: Like... Because none of it makes sense. There's already so much on parents' plates. Bro. During this time. But to take a child is re ridiculous.
0: Like... It's, just, it's like... I don't know ah, I'm not gonna Ah, say that but I don't know not that kids are
1: easy to take it back I just also <laughs> random really off topic here but mm-hmm. like Jamie Lynn Spears tweeted a possible um what's, what was the show she was on friend um Zoe on yes friend that one um she tweeted that there's supposed to be like a possible reunion but baby let me tell you i saw all them little tiktok cheering them little i listen the only person i'm not mad at that's possibly gonna be linked to this is jojo siwa because she's been about her money since she was four years old period she's been giving the girls what the other girls haven't been doing
0: She's supposed to be the new Zoe? Like, you trying it like that?
1: No, so I don't know who's gonna be Zoe because, okay, I'm gonna run off a list of white kids that none of us know. There's Lauren Gray in it. There's a, there's, um, Chantel Jeffries is in it. Don't know who she gonna play. no, I don't know. Um, some other TikToker children that I don't know about. These are like, this is unnecessary at this point because what I think it's gonna be, I think they're just gonna have those TikTok kids do like table reads of previous Zoe nine, 9 one hundred and one episodes. Zoe one hundred and one. Oh, they're doing it! I don't want it. I don't want that, girl. That's what I'm thinking is gonna happen because they had somebody dressed up as Beck. They have somebody dressed up as Zoe. They have somebody dressed up as
0: Quinn. Also, Quinn's coming back. She's reprising her role. I, I love her. Quinn. Quinn literally was my fave. Like nerd bitches love Quinn. Okay, for the game. <laughs> like, stem,
1: stem. You know, stem females. We was really out here for Quinn. We was like, we see what she's doing, and we Quinn see what really she's trying to she do. Oh, so
0: cool. We see her. We see her, mm-hmm. so yeah. I don't know.
1: I guess the TikTok of and gotta get to the bag too, but mm-hmm. I just don't want y'all to impede on our childhood because there are some things that we would like to just have for ourselves. Y'all just need to That's create a
2: new.
1: stop doing reboots. We don't need a reboot of everything. No. Um, I will say though, I am looking forward to bringing back um the Proud family because there are some unresolved things there that we need. But other than that, keep it. Um, keep Come it. up with fresh ideas. Exactly. Stop making spinoffs of Blackish. Exactly. We get it. We understand. We get
0: it. We get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm. So- tired sir because put the pin down I I just, I really cool that there's almost like a centered black experience that produced you know it's almost like a certain kind you know which is and you
1: bring up a very good point I feel like because okay so I get it You know, we need to, everybody wants to see a a manufactured good version of a Black household. And so a lot of times we see middle-class Black families or upper-class Black families, which means that their experience is different from like a lower-class Black family, all those things. But we have to see all of that because all of that encompasses our Blackness. And also, I don't like when it is The fact that we're covering like poor, like black families and stuff, that's when you predominantly see a lot of black, like darker skinned black people cast.
0: Dark skinned people, exactly.
1: Like, exactly. Because poverty Mm -hmm. affects everybody across the spectrum, not just black, not just, you know, brown. It affects everybody. But the fact that people's connotation will, be from tv darker skinned black people predisposed to being more so poverty stricken or in the lower class tax bracket i do have an issue with that i really do and i'm so saying also if we're gonna have black families or we're gonna have a black person in a relationship in a show they don't always one
0: doesn't always have to be light-skinned Okay, because I was right there. I'm right here with you because it's like a theme that we saw start to appear in the 90s when they started swapping out the Black mothers, the dark skin leads were being replaced by light-skinned leads. You know, we saw it. But it's almost like we went from them being swapped out to just dark-skinned women don't have families to, like, we don't be we don't be working. And if we do work, we're just, like, comic relief as somebody's friend, like, like, because, like, the Black, like, when you think of media and, like, the families being shown when we were kids, like, of course, we don't support him anymore, but you had the Cosby show that showed kind of like that middle to upper middle class Black family. You had the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air showing that upper class Black family, like, showing that, and not only as black black family but we center blackness like there were so many lessons that uncle phil like taught them kids about surviving in this world like for real for real which he in turn taught to us through just watching the show and it's like we don't really have like tv like that anymore and i don't really understand kind of where the disconnect You know, because it's like there aren't talented writers who are writing stories that center these experiences, but it's like, where, where are there opportunities? And that's, I think that's,
1: yes, I think that's one of the things for me because it's like, what are you saying to people when the love interest of a man is a light skinned black woman and he treats her, you know, very well. You're like, okay, you can model your family after this, but whenever it's a dark skinned lead, it seems like in order for her to have romance, she has to endure or she has to lose a part of herself. Like if you think about the movie The Butler with Oprah You think about Fences, and and they gave her fucking Denzel Washington in that
0: movie, and he wasn't a good man. Hey, he wasn't a good man. I ain't gonna hold you. Fuck Fences, because the way that shit ended, how she really got to take care of the little girl that this nigga done fathered outside of their relationship, and she supposed to just sit here and be happy about it? Fuck that. That's crazy. I really was like, this bull swanky. Like, yes.
1: if I'm being honest, I think like in today's standards, like Insecure is doing really well about having a black lead mm-hmm. and having her have romance, and she's right. a her skin black woman, and she's being able to find love naturally, and it don't seem right. you know, and it's full flesh.
0: She's going through a lot of emotions it's with. It's it's, it's Issa and you also Have Molly Yes it has two You're right right. Two dark dark black black leads leads. leads. Who
1: are finding love Yeah okay look at them them. But I'm trying to think Like outside of that You know and we're Again we're not saying that In Insecure they don't battle Their own things with their partners in the show, but it's just like, when will yeah. darker-skinned Black women be able to see themselves represented across the board in loving relationships where it doesn't look like, oh, they just decide side character, exactly. or, oh, you just you gonna have what looks like a loving relationship on the outside, but he really cheating, or your partner's really cheating. Or else you like
0: always have to go through before you can ever yes. be happy. Like, I'm so tired to see women going through. Like, can we not just let it just be a go a, lucky bitch? Yeah. Like, I would love to see dark skinned women who are like, earth babes who just be like good vibes and yes i would just want to have their crystals they charge their crystals they charge their crystals like they make great connections i just i don't know i think i would like to see their lives being portrayed like the dark-skinned black women we know who are living those lives yes I think like, that really out is. here chilling, just living life, like, and if there have been problems in their relationship, at least to the outward perspective, it isn't to the detriment of like their self-esteem and all these other things, they're not being beaten down and broken down every day.
1: Like, And honestly and truly, when you think about it in a lot of those situations, it's usually too humble said darker skinned Black woman.
0: Mhm. And I'm like, but why? 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 I'm tired of seeing successful Black women get with the electrician. Not that there's anything wrong Not with that the there's electrician. Anything wrong with that? No. She also could have a suitor who's a millionaire. She could have a suitor who's a billion. She could have a tech mogul. You know, like yes. could be like all right. I would love to see a movie about a black housewife who literally just be in the house taking care of her kids and getting in the neighborhood shenanigans or some shit, you know? Like yes. running the homeowners association. Running the homeowners association. I feel like that shit would be hilarious. It would be so like, great. It would be so funny. Like so funny.
1: We just we just need something, you know, a little bit more more seasoned. I want a certain Kwan. Alert it's a little certain Genesis Quan, you right. It Kwan. just gets tiresome. And then you realize you just be like, oh, or then shows that introduce a dark skinned person and you be like, oh, okay, that's cool, that's whatever. And then you forget that they exist because they don't come back for a couple of episodes. No. No. And I think that's genuinely, I honestly want to say that's genuinely why, like, once the Parkers was put on Netflix, bro, I whew, I put all of my energy into that because it's two dark skin leads. Although Professor Ogilvy really wasn't fucking with our girl Monique like that. Like, whatever. He was not.
0: She nine. was still getting played. Like, other men liked her. Hey, shout out to Monique for literally being like a fat, dark-skinned black woman with niggas. Literally, she was like, listen, She's just because, because I'm not pulling a nigga like, out of don't, don't mean don't I'm lonely. Mean I'm not desirable. Thank Man. you.
1: Thank you. Like shout all out. of the things that people would see Shut make up. seem as undesirable. <laughs> she was like, I'm finna counteract all of that. All of it don't thing.
2: mean
0: nothing. It don't mean nothing. Nothing. And she's great in real life because when she spoke, she spoke to everybody in the doctor's office because I didn't even realize it was her, but I recognized her voice voice. because she does, she really does just sound like your auntie, like (laughs) no auntie that you know. And I looked up, I was like, is that my My heart? Like it feels like after you talk to your favorite auntie, she'd be cracking jokes about life and then now you ready to like face i don't know but shout out to monique uh shout out to netflix having to raise your coin like and and that should be
1: a lesson to all these little broadcasting networks don't play period like she said if you can't name him keep him on the playground am i she said I. we not playing over here if you can't name them, don't say what the well, I've or? heard. Well, I've heard who it from. Who said it? Who said it? Who said that? Oh, she gave a word with
0: that one. I said, you right. If that word, that finger, that moving finger. I was like, the day my fingers jiggle enough <laughs> to be when I get that. That point down, it's oh, over. It's over. I was like, Damn.
1: Monique said not today, friend. Not today.
0: Not today, Leonard. <laughs> I
1: just, I don't. Yes. Bro. Just because, like. Uh. Just so beautiful. You know? So
0: beautiful. So beautiful.
1: And you know, I'm also proud of black women for loving every inch of themselves today. I know it's not every day you wake up and you love what you see in the mirror, but you still know you that bitch. You still that bitch. You know what I mean? You might not feel like that every day, friend. You might not feel like that every time you look in the mirror, but you are still
0: that bitch. Still the bitch yes so to the brown skin Y'all, beauties if you need to. you know put, put that number, put it on your mirror just in case just read it every day still that bitch just in case you forgot
1: you are doing things just because it might not be in the timeline you wanted to do it friend you not stopping you said i'ma still get it done You might have a little detour at the moment. Everybody taking a step back because of Corona right now. And if you ain't had to take a step back, that's a praise, girl. I don't know if you have, you know, you might not believe in my higher power, but I believe in the higher power. And I'm just saying that's a blessing. That is favor. All right? It's just favor. So shout out to all of y'all. Lovely black women out there. Shout out to all of our fellow Black people from all mm-hmm. across the diaspora who are still getting shit done. Because I know it's been hard. And I know people have tried you. And they've tried you on multiple levels and you know you couldn't act out because you couldn't be that Black person, unfortunately. But
0: you're doing it. You're doing that. So you, know, you know what I really hope for? I hope that as Black people, we are able to live and express everything we have without prejudice. Yes. Like, I, I just want for Black people to be able to be angry in public, for us to be sad in public, for us to be exuberantly happy in public. Like, I just want us to be able to feel all of our emotions and, like, just, I don't know, just grow because, Uh, This just brings me right back. We we done went all the way, and here we we are back in Potomac, because here I am thinking about Monique again. And it's like, literally, we should be allowed to be like, no, you got me messed up. No, that's disrespectful, and I won't take that from you. Or no, all right, I just got to beat you. I just got to beat your ass. No, for real. I think that doesn't affect, like, who we are as a person. No. That it means changed. One,
1: like, it does not change who you are because she tried. Monique kept a good face on as much as possible. And a lot of us do the same thing. You know, we are in some anti-black settings often, every day. Right.
0: People constantly uh committing microaggressions against you.
1: Constantly. And,
0: and you, you supposed to just keep pushing
1: because I think once you said like to be joyful out loud all those things I think the only time it's seen as acceptable is when we're in a place of worship because you can do whatever you want right you can be as loud right. as you want stuff like that but I'm like okay but if I go to Texas Roadhouse and it's somebody's birthday
0: don't white people gonna be loud and we you know but it's the same people that told the chick-fil-a workers on us when we was just happy and kiki can girl and chick- nah did <laughs> of more than six black students sitting together it's an issue oh can you guys turn it down and y'all gonna send the black work over here so yes. it's less- Okay, like, and that's like that's what I mean when I say like, can we also be happy in public? Because we were dead ass just cracking jokes and laughing, dying laughing, just like laughing. and y'all and y'all like and y'all upset. sick. And we, we intentionally laughing. moved where we did because where we knew we was, we was gonna be loud. The we sat in a corner so we could be loud away from, from from everybody, majority of the parties in the building.
1: Microaggressions, Lord. But the fact yeah. really <laughs> that black worker, Lord. They really sent her over there. They sent our like good sis. Polo Ting Ting. And you know, we couldn't be mad at her. And that's why they do that. Because they know we're not going to be mad that's at her. They,
0: they do it. They know what they be so doing. Black people can both with each other, like, be like microaggression, microaggression. Microaggression. Ooh. We be like, damn. 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 Cause then now here we are stewing to each other like, but we finna yell at sis. No, we we now we sis. now we
1: mad cause they just sent Sue yo. over there. Can't yell at Sue cause she ain't she just right now me because I mad
2: for
1: her cause you just sent her, you done her over there and she like damn. Hopefully they don't take it personally. And we like yeah girl you got to do you. You just doing your job and now they like ah right, so y'all balance out. Oh, they know what they be doing y'all. Look. You know, this is why it's important. <laughs> important. Ask yourself what what kind of diversity and inclusion, um s- stuff that your job got, your university got, your anything got. Because you'll find out that there are a lot of mm-hmm. things that they're not doing that they are supposed to be doing. Like exactly.
0: Like bias training, you should be doing that because there's no reason. That all of us, for as many years as Black people have been allowed to education, are still talking about these racist professors and their preconceived notions about us before we even step into the classroom. That
1: before and them. what are you doing? What is your company or like what are what is your job doing for those who have certain you know? some people prefer disabled persons some people prefer person with a disability whichever one you prefer Mm -hmm. like what are they doing to accommodate those people because that's also telling about your company um and how Mm -hmm. they feel about those who we technically call able-bodied whatever that is but like (laughs) you know
0: (laughs) yeah Bro, I just excuse me, but um, I just think we gotta do better, and the companies must do better. The workers, I don't know. Everybody and their grandmama, everybody do better.
1: Yes and it only starts with one and the more that you know everybody's thinking the same way about it and being like hey well have you thought about this or why aren't we doing that then it'll become a lot easier for people to start speaking up about it because i understand Mm -hmm. nobody wants to be the first one to do it especially if you're a person of color or you're black especially if you're black because then they're like what look
0: at they go
1: yeah you know they're like oh here they go and you just be like no i think
0: it all make sense <laughs> advocating for yourself to our friends in the non-black communities of color we are not required to advocate to advocate for you as black people i really want y'all to hear me hear me well internalize this and then let it light a fire so that you can advocate for yourself because once again you won't get it off the back of Black people. I'm so sorry to tell you, but we do enough for ourselves. Literally just enough to make some form of change for ourselves. So for y'all to then stand behind us as we try to get white people to treat us right. And then once they start to be like, yeah. Okay, maybe we'll do a little something. Then y'all be like, Well, well, well what about? Tell and Tell What about me? That's how they really sound. What about how I feel? Yes, they <laughs> really. What about me? And literally, black people be like, It's. More listen sing that praise the Lord.
1: It is more than me. Come on. Whatever dreams we have, they for the family. They
0: for the family. Amen. Oh, that's a word. Look, when he said that dream is big enough for all of us to share. Come on now. We're not alone anymore. There are Eh. other they don't, know. they don't know what they did with that one. They don't know. They don't know. Oh, they did that one. Come on. So don't think you're going. You're not going. Oh, yes. Okay. Why is that not on the stream? It is on there. Not The album is, but like, yeah. I love the movie. Yeah. You know, I really hope Disney Disney, somebody from Disney Look see the tweet oh, like, hey, hey, Beyonce was it a part of the was it a part of the deal because it should be I don't even think Beyonce should have had to ask for it honestly you are right I'm just trying to figure out how Netflix can play it in Australia but they can't play it over here I'm looking at you Netflix because I know the movie word for word but I would like to say it with the movie it's enough for me. you know <laughs> <laughs> and you know,
1: when you can sing it with the movie, yes. and when you with can the get movie.
0: The dance moves you with know? the movie, hey, because I really have to work on my turns and like the hand motions. Yes,
1: Frank, I understand you're not alone, you're not alone,
0: you are not alone. We are dream girls, <laughs> yes, and then new. the move, move, move right. You better move. Okay. move. Yay! <laughs> yes, we need that.
1: It should have been included. Somebody Ooh. dropped the ball somewhere. Because it should included in our stories. You know, the little black, black and black festivities. on yes. All the little streaming platforms. Because yes. it covers the civil rights movement. Like, it
0: does. There's so much. Don't go out there. You deserve to be fired. You <laughs> deserve to lose your job. Who is out? Who, who is in charge? Because. We need Dream Girls circa 2005. Girl, we need it on all the girls are asking platforms. for platforms. Okay, okay. I'm trying to do the Jimmy got Jimmy got Jimmy got. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I want to know how much they paid Eddie Murphy for that role,
0: bro. When he took his pants up. no, the beginning is the best song where he's like. I just wanna. Okay, <laughs>
1: <laughs> when I tell you, I am so confused. I was like, uh, uh-uh, they should have paid that man mo, cause Eddie really came out of his shell for that one.
0: Maybe, and then uh, the my brother went through. It's just something—the one liners. <laughs> oh, it's such a good movie. Look at the little. I- <laughs> It is for Dina for the rest, 2K forever. Um, that movie did cause me to not like Beyonce for a number of years. You
1: know, and I think that's just natural because we were children. and We couldn't separate her from that role. Did not. I was like,
0: why did she do that?
1: You know, even though she gave us, listen, it, it didn't. It wasn't it didn't enough. I ain't going to hold you. It did. I was about to say, it wasn't enough. I was like, it wasn't enough. Listen. But you, you wasn't listening to Effie.
0: That one night only remix. Girl, and even though it Cream. is bop, though. It come is, on, come on, come on, come on, you know.
1: <laughs> listen, listen. I said, oh, Effie, Effie. was
0: on that one night only. <laughs> yes. Bro, they was over there getting it. That's such a good scene. They was dancing. They oh, the, 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 the man was standing there. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh, take me
1: right. I didn't like that song. I ain't gonna lie to you. That you ain't like this. Step- I didn't like stepping to the bed. Mm-hmm. No. Step, step, no. Step. Listen, all I all I really want is it. I want it for got me a catalytic. Michaela. <laughs> <laughs>
0: No. <laughs> look at me! Look at me! Yes! Oh, look at me! Ooh. I'm a stone. Oh my God, Michaela, the
1: the squirrels is fighting, friend. Oh my God! Oh, oh Lord, listen, I won't perform CPR on no squirrel, but uh, if 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 it get a little rowdy out there, I might have to go out there and say, cut it out, sit down. You know, I'm gonna go tap, set yeah. t- out somewhere. See, them people didn't put
0: more. How you feel as a? I'm sorry. No,
1: you good. We'll jump there. Huh? Oh, I was saying that they didn't put more uh little bird feeders out here, so the squirrels ain't gotta fight no more. But they still fighting.
0: They still fighting.
1: Yeah, girl. The squirrel, I told you the squirrel pushed the tree, the pushed the other squirrel out the tree. Now they, they they was really getting it. They was knocking if you bucking over here. Dang. Yeah, girl. Hands were thrown
0: this time. Nothing throwing hands. Um, I was saying, as a southern black, how you fit, did you see that thread on Twitter? Was it yesterday or so? Were the girls talking about some um it was like southern manners and then like the less than symbol and she was like it feels slavery adjacent to me or something like that
1: um i don't i don't i don't i don't i could you see that one? i didn't see that at all i'll be honest i could see
0: where it was up of course you know with somebody who was raised up north
1: yeah i don't um, know if i per se let me scroll. It as uh like yes sir no sir yes ma'am no ma'am i mean i i could understand why they have that sentiment i can't judge them for that like you know why are they still fighting mm-hmm. stop it squirrels stop it <laughs> <laughs> I'm really gonna have to go out there and tap the tree, tap the bark of the tree, tell them to. stop, yep. stop, turn them loose, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> gotta go out there on some turn them loose, damn it. Leave them alone. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I don't, I mean, again, I could understand where their sentiment is coming from. Yeah, um, But I don't know, though, because I even me like at the clinic, I've had older like when I say older I mean, they might not be that old because, you know, white people age differently, but they're older looking and uh, they've called me ma'am or, you know, stuff like that. So. I don't know. And then you have a lot of people who are like, they don't like being called that because it just make them feel old. They don't necessarily be like, oh, it makes me feel like. I'm a boss over you, or anything, mm-hmm. so I don't know. But again, I can see why people feel that way. If that's how Shada felt, that's how Shawda felt, and she put it on Twitter. So, is that okay? This is from only four hours
0: ago. This oh, my fun.
1: goodness, Michaela, would you go camping?
0: Why you ask that?
1: Because every time I see it Okay, so honestly and truly It's only because my internet cousin A.K.A. Evelyn from the internet Because she's amazing She, um She went camping recently And it just looked so fun with black people It did, I ain't gonna lie It might not be fun with other folk But it looked fun with her And then she put me on Some sparkling water that I like So I was Mm -hmm. like You can glamp
0: we can't camp
1: you don't want to camp you don't want that experience you want a cabin i mean i'm not saying we can't have a cabin because you know i said we should go
0: glamping like glamorized camping i the one where you'd be sleep inside but like i mean we can do that we still Jesus. gotta cook outside you Just can, do the cabin. i'm with the cabin and we can do the open bonfire i'm with that we might have to do that if we could sleep outside one night, we could get one with like a patio, patio, yeah, a screened-in porch. <laughs> that's what we gonna be sleeping. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even be opposed to a screened-in porch. I was gonna give you the patio so we could look at the stars. Oh, that's true. I do like to look at the stars. I think that's why I want to do it.
1: Stars do hit different, like out in the country, like for real, for real. There- Beautiful. The the sky is beautiful. Like, I'm really thinking about like getting it more into astronomy so I can be like, oh, this is that star, or this is actually a planet, or this dead in the fourth. You know what I mean? Because the moon is gorgeous. She is pretty. The stars around her are gorgeous. Maybe. Turn them loose, Lord. <laughs> I don't know why they always I hate the fact that they always in my line of sight when we recording because I just you know I hate to see harm done <laughs> scroll but, on scroll you know, by like I get it's what happens in the real world for them but lord <laughs> well we might have to coordinate a little camping trip
0: we might have to I'm with it I think it would be so cute. Ooh, and hopefully you can find somewhere that has a nice hiking trail. As well. hey, listen, I'm going to hike. <laughs> you don't like hiking, but you want to go camping. Listen, you... I'll do it. I'll
1: yeah, do it. Like I said I'll do it. I might not like it, but I'll do it. All right. That's fine. She said that's fine
0: the at bro Bruh, because for bro, I stay ending up in nature in the wrong shoes. Like, <coughs> so for Kenya's birthday, you know, we went to the winery or whatever. Oh. And after that, we was trying to find like a little waterfall just to look at because, you know, we up in North Georgia, it's hella mountains, hella waterfalls around. So we driving around we're trying to find where we keep like finding clothes ones and then we finally find one girl how i end up at the top of the waterfall in the birkenstock adjacent like <laughs> they ended up in nature in the shoes
1: My baby. baby Michaela, you gotta stay ready friend you gotta stay ready
0: no Girl, we just left the winery. I wasn't prepared. I didn't know we was gonna end up in nature. I didn't. It's
1: all good, friend. You, it's all right. You ain't know. Like it
0: was worth it. When I got to the top, I was like, "This is this is it." I I understand. It's pretty.
1: Yeah, I was like, nature ain't bad honestly and truly the people like the people at my job they go to a lot of springs and apparently Mm -hmm. there's a lot of cool springs around here I've only been to one I ain't gonna lie um and it's real nice because like you can be it's like it's like beach adjacent so you can be in in the state park but like the beach is right after that so like you can swim out to like this little it's not a sandbar but it's like a little sandbar adjacent thing And you can see the ocean and like how beautiful it is out in the Gulf. And it's really pretty. And, you know, we used, we, well, when, yeah, we would go and like spend a day out there and, you know, pack snacks and do like a real, cause it's like, it's nicer than the beach because they limit how many people can be out there, you know? So it's not like densely populated.
2: So yeah
1: you can really enjoy it but it's not too deep like I mean it gets deep the closer you get out to the little part you can climb up on and like see the rest of the the ocean but
0: mm-hmm.
1: and the water's not that cold like today they said the water temp here was 78 that's not bad Mm-mm. I was like oh we can get in there <laughs> we can girl. go get in
0: the deep at the beach right now
1: yeah girl I told you it's still hot here I don't know if we'll ever have a a winter.
0: I'm not, cause I hope not because I'll be there in December. I'm going to just keep saying it so I show up in December. <laughs> when in December I'm up. But I'm showing up in December.
1: Because Lord knows. I was like, when is it going to get cold? Because it only got cold <laughs> like after Hurricane Sally came through. It was cold. Like, I'm talking about wearing a jacket
0: outside. Cold. Actually, it's been cold as hell up here. Because Saturday morning, I went out on, um, on my walk, and I was texting Jazz and Amber, and Jazz went to vote on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Girl, I didn't check the weather before I went out there. <laughs> I was outside the garage, I was like, whew, look cold. But I just did it, right? Because I was like, go, get back, just do it real quick. I checked the weather when I got back to the house, and at like... Nine forty-five, almost ten. 2 degrees outside. Friend. Like, no. I was like, "Oh, Mm-mm. I didn't realize it was that cold." Now I understand why I was really like, "Damn, it's cold as hell out here." Oh, yeah, girl. I just walk briskly.
1: I don't know. I do. I kind of want to see all the springs and stuff here. I mean, we don't get manatees up here, which sucks, but at least oh. I saw them when I had the chance.
0: Bruh, we gotta go. You know what? Forget it, because, dang. I know we're not supposed to want to try to slave pancakes, but... brand, we're not going to get no slave
1: pancakes. We's not. They are not. Michaela. we can make our own pancakes at the house. We go to the spring. We can go to the spring, but it'd be cold. And I t- friend, because you're right on the water. It is so cold out there.
0: That's fine. I do want to see the manatees.
1: Look at the, the little ocean calves. I was so cold out there that morning. I said, oh, no. He was tripping. Then we had to follow the manatees. I was like, it ain't worth it. It ain't worth it. I'm going to sit right here and watch this little family sleep, monitor their time of how long they slept. And we going to keep it
0: pushing. Oh, did you see in the group chat? I guess we can round up. Oh, the- the- girl, they got secure mailbox drop-offs.
1: Oh, yeah, girl. I got to find that. cuz I'm not afraid. I don't want to go in and vote. I know I should. Daddy was like I'm not taking no chances. But apparently in our area you can't drop off your your ballot at the little election voter place. You can't. You can't. Cuz when daddy tried to do it for like just our local elections around here, they were like uh-uh so when he tried to drop it off they like tore it up and then told him he had to go inside and vote uh uh-huh. yeah girl mm-hmm. okay that's terrible girl they trying it around here especially lower Alabama girl they are trying it I'm just saying friend
0: girl but I'm just I'm just hoping that when I go The line is terrible. I'm going to try to go at, like, the 9 o'clock. I'm, like, I feel like there's the I'm going to go before work people. And then I'm going to go after work people. But what's the best time where it's, like, I'm going to avoid all the people at work? Girl, I don't know. I don't. Like, should I go at, like, 10? That's okay oh my goodness but if anything this is nephews and cousins uh y'all please do go vote
1: yes vote early while
0: you know chance just go ahead get it up out the way charge your headphones up um bring your mask bring some hand sanitizer bring gloves if you really need that and also if you're in a colder state it probably is time to go ahead and just put your gloves on anyway because it's cold
1: it is cold protect them fingers
0: mm-hmm. but um yeah y'all go ahead go out there vote for Biden vote for Harris gotta get Trump up out of here we deserve he, he can't stay here <laughs> we deserve like they need to contact Mama D and just have her do the I deserve America 2020, and we deserve Biden. We do. Oh, okay. I'm not saying we need to rush
1: this, because now I have an idea in my head. But I'm going to say all of those things. Again, we encourage y'all, we highly encourage y'all to vote, or we highly encourage y'all to at least be registered to vote so you have that option. Also, there mm-hmm. are some states that are, again, allowing those with felonies to vote. Um, yeah. All but you have to know within the grounds, because uh, I know some places are being like, but you got to pay whatever fees come with that. And I don't know what that is. I do apologize. Um, but if you have that opportunity and you are paid up on your fees. Take this time because I know they tried to restrict you for so long and they still are trying to restrict y'all by basically having a voters tax, which should be illegal. anywho. Moral of the story is, do what's best for you and yours. Also, just this election isn't just for the President of the United States. It's about local policies in your area that could directly impact you or those that you love. So also take that into consideration um, when you're deciding if you should, if you shouldn't. But uh, with that being said, this is your favorite auntie, Kayla, signing off. This it's your favorite auntie, McKayla. Peace and out. Amen. And we'll see y'all next week on the next episode of Auntie Jason. <laughs> <laughs>